Are you ready for God's word this morning? I don't sense expectation in that yes. Are you ready for God's word this morning? Can you stand on your feet? Let's go straight to God's word. Genesis chapter 22. Genesis 22. Glory to God. Who God is good. God is good. Amen. Amen. Keep us in, our, in your prayers too and you put your money where your mouth is. Keep giving. We found a, a property that we're likely able to move into soon. That we can have soon being sometime this year. So let me not but as we give um so we want to we want to that's this soon right soon and very soon <laughs> um we want to see how we can move in there and have one big service one big family and have a good time glory to god glory to god genesis 22 from verse 10 to 14 genesis 22 from verse 10 to 14 it says can we read together in concert and abraham abraham stretched forth his hands and took the knife to slay his son and the angel of the lord called fantastic let's go from 213 continue and Fourteen. Good, good, good. Glory to God. This morning I want to start a new series. It's the gospel series, but it's the anatomy of the gospel. The anatomy of the gospel. The structure, the, um, the body structure of the gospel. And I, I'm very confident that having gone through this Sunday and next Sunday, when you hear garbage, you'll be able to tell that that's not the gospel. Because it will be clear to you. It's visible to the blind, audible to the deaf. It's so simple, you need a pastor to confuse you. That's the power of the gospel. Let's bow ahead for the word of prayer. Father, thank you for your word this morning. Send the kind of unction that makes teaching and preaching easy. And then reveal Jesus in a special way. Give me nimbleness of mind and agile thought. But give your people understanding on a different level. In the name of Jesus, let us leave here refreshed, energized, charged, knowing what this message of the gospel is. In Jesus' matchless name, and everybody said, Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. I want to start this morning by saying, the meaning of the word gospel is what? Good news. The gospel means what? Let's say together, good news. The gospel means what? Good news. The gospel means good news. So if you Google gospel, it means good news. So there is a particular reaction you have when you hear good news. That should be the reaction and the mood or the state of a church where gospel is being preached. So nobody should tell you you should come to church and leave crying. That's a sign that you met God. Not necessarily. I mean, we weep in prayers and in worship and everything, but you are sorrowing. That's what I mean. That's not how, that's not the reaction to the gospel. For those of us who do not have another passport, when we go to the embassy, 
for pass for visa and we are coming out of the embassy those of us who you can tell outside okay i don't have to explain more right who just got the visa or who did not get people who are refused the visa there's a question mark they have on their face when they're coming out of the embassy like you start to do it. I mean, may you not be there in Jesus' name. You start talking, what's, what's, what's this? Huh? I'm traveling. What's happening? But when you have, you can check and see that, okay, it was approved. There is a, there's the bounds. There's the pep in your steps. You, you know what I'm talking about? That is the effect of the good news. Because the gospel, guess what? Is the good news about God. Gospel is what? The good news about God. You didn't hear me. Gospel is what? The good news. Let me explain what I just mean by the good news about God. If the governor of Lagos State calls you today, hey, XYZ, citizen of Lagos State, I have good news for you. What would you be expecting? Hmm? Contract. Contract. What if President Tinubu calls you to say, hey, come to Abuja, I have good news for you. Appointment. Straight. What if um, Biden calls and says, hey, I have good news for you. This guy says citizenship. <laughs> Straight up, citizenship, right? And what if the CBN governor says, come, come, I have good news for you. What would you say? If Steve Jobs says, oh, he's dead. Um, Mark Zuckerberg calls and says, hey, come, I have good news for you. What would you do? Equity. The gospel is God saying, come, I have good news for you. Oh, come on. Are you listening to me? So the gospel is God saying, come, I have good news for you. So the gospel is God's good news to man. That God is saying, I have good news for you. It's eternal life. It's something that money cannot buy. So the gospel is the good news about God. So every time you listen to a preacher and it doesn't sound like good news, you didn't hear the gospel. Gospel is universal. Good news is good news everywhere. There's no way you hear bad news and you start jumping. Except by revelation. Are you listening to me? So every time you, go, you come under a preacher and then you leave the preacher, you are not happy, you are depressed, or you leave more confused. That's not good news. So the message of the gospel is the good news about God. Are you listening to me? The good news, which is the gospel, is not a boast or a flex of what we can do for him. Rather, it is a boast of what he has already done in Christ for me. Good news is come, I have good news for you. It's not come and walk the good news with me. The gospel is the table, the food is ready. It's not come to the kitchen. If you invite me to, the, to your house for dinner or for breakfast and I come to your house getting ready to eat and you say, oh, people, come to the kitchen. Oh, whenever I really slice the onions, finish. Hold on, we'll make I hold this one. That's, that's not an invitation to dinner. You have brought me into your kitchen. The gospel is the table is ready. The gospel is food is ready. The gospel is God has done it all. The gospel is come and eat. Glory to God. Are you saying this? So when you start seeing any message or any teaching that is demanding you to do something or contribute to what they call the finished work, then it's a scam. There's a reason why it's called what? The finished work. Are you listening to me? There's a reason why it's called what? The finished work. So the gospel doesn't start with do. It starts with what? my students are here the gospel is not a declaration of how much we love him the gospel is a declaration of how much he has loved us for he has loved us with an everlasting love are you listening to me so any message 
that puts you on um, the treadmill to you have to love the Lord. You listen to me. You have to do something. And then they use the light. In spite of all he has done for you, what have you done for him? That's pressure to perform. The gospel doesn't put the believer under that pressure to perform. The gospel puts the believer where he or she is empowered to become. You need to listen to me. The gospel doesn't put the believer under pressure to perform. The gospel gives the believer empowerment to become. Are you listening to me? Empower. That's the message of the gospel. So any message that at the end of the service, you're wondering, you're under pressure because there's a lot of things you were told to do in the service. To end something or else God will not come to you. That whole message and this whole month of January, there will be a lot of messages around give your whole salary as your first fruit to secure the whole year. Listen to me. If you want to do that all by yourself, God bless you for that. But as a pastor, we stand here and give an instruction or a commandment that you must bring your whole salary. There is no scripture to support that. First fruit is not money. is a person. His name is Jesus. Are you listening to me? First fruit is not money. It's a person. His name is Jesus. Jesus is the first fruit of the believer. So any message that puts you under pressure to perform is not the gospel. Any message that empowers you to become is the gospel. Are you listening to me? Because there are many things flying out there, including short, short clips. They're just intelligent, motivational speakers. So when you hear them, I agree with you. It makes sense, but it's not the gospel. A message can make sense, but it's not gospel. Gospel doesn't make sense. It makes grace available. Are you listening to me? A make sense message will not empower you. A grace message will empower you. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So this is not an attack to anybody. This is just describing the anatomy of God's grace. Are you listening to me? Our loyalty must always be to the gospel, not to anybody. Are you listening to me? Is this too hard for you, January? But we, we have instructed Abuja Church, London Church, of course, Mainland Church, all our branches. We start the year with the gospel. Because the, there's a new crop of people who joined church in January that needs to get it before we start traveling high or traveling deep. We need to lay, this is not even the basics. We need to put the picture of the gospel. Because everything we are going to do is, is going to be around this picture. And if you don't know the picture, you can function in the future. Are you listening to me? So this is important. Any message that puts demand on you, that as you are leaving the service, you are scared. It's not gospel. Nobody should be scared to salvation. It's not a threat message. It's a love letter. So because, I mean, I was not rascally. I was just active as a child, if I say so myself. My mother and my auntie felt like, yeah, me and my cousins were a handful. Your father is the archbishop. My, grandf my, great my grandfather was um, bishop with the archbishop in Hausa. So they wanted to monitor us. So they did born in hell in church. They called it film night Friday evening. We were, sex we were so excited. Uh -uh. They're showing film in church. So I told Samuel, my cousins, come, let's go to church. Man, this church is stepping up. My aunties and my mom were looking like this. Yes. Then they put film, born in hell. You know this early screen, that white cloth. Oh, come. Ooh, ooh. Oh, 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 some of you are so young, right? Oh, oh, geez, you know what I'm talking about? White cloth, they're not put projector. You'll be seeing the rails of the projector on it. 
film show so we're behind excited and they showed burning hell for the whole movie of about one hour in my if i can remember properly was 45 minutes of hellfire of scary pictures we were shaking like this as children jesus is this the hellfire my mother looked at me he looked at her sister like this is it working it's working after they did the, my son school teacher said if you want to give your life to christ now come we ran out we didn't come we ran out of course we gave our life to christ that day and took it back after two three days because salvation is not fire insurance from hell it's a love letter and a relationship with jesus it's not running from hell it's running to his love oh god oh god it's not running from hell it's running towards his love so I, that confused me i don't know if i can get my mother to see this picture of that damage it come until it was one easter sun easter weekend one guy came and talked about 1990 easter that's when i got saved i was in church i sat down there the man i didn't even know all this whole gospel thing about dead burial and resurrection but that's what they talked about on Easter Day. 1990, I sat down there. He's dead. Oh, they took him. They beat him. Oh, this. And I didn't come out that day. So the, what saves people is not altar call. It's the message of the gospel. I cannot, re, I can remember that that was the turning point in my life. But I cannot tell you that I walked down the aisle that day. I sat down on my seat there. And I said, What? This Jesus really died for me as a child. He painted the pictures and I saw it and I got saved right there sitting. I know because you can't take that moment away from me. If you remove 1990, I was eight years old. So I know very well that ah, this thing, no, no, you can't take it away from me. Very, very clear. So the message of the gospel is about the love of God. It's not a threat message. Nobody should threaten you about anything concerning God. God is not a... What's the word? They've painted this God like, an, like you know, this guy. Huh? Be careful. Huh? Like an African chief. Or your headmaster or your, or your wicked father. No, that's not who God is. God is a loving father who's already well placed. Tell your, tell your neighbor, I have a father. So tell your neighbor, I have a father. In God. Say, so I have a father. And our gospel is not a declaration of how much we love him. It's a declaration of how much he has loved us. That's why we don't sing, I love you forever. How? How? how when? How, how can you love him forever? You know, with what? How are you going to love you? He loved me. He loves me forever. The Bible says this is love. Not that we love him, but that he has loved us. Then the next verse says we love him because he first loved us. So our love for him is a response of the fact that he has loved us first. Our declaration and our boast should never be how much we love God. should be always how he has loved us with an everlasting love. Somebody say amen. amen. Which love? If you've been able to love your father, your mother, your wife properly, that you want to just jump and love God. Why do you want to put yourself in that high jump? Why don't you just receive the love that God has given to you? Glory to God. The gospel is not a boast of how we found God. The gospel is a boast of how he found us. Because we see all those testimonies and I was drinking, I was smoking, until I found Jesus in 19... Where did you find him? 
Have you heard those testimony? I was into a lot and until I found Jesus in 1991. No, you didn't find him. He, he was not lost. You were lost. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? He, he didn't move. You were not, he was not lost. You were lost. He found you enough to have compass to find him back. Oh God, I'm preaching. You were the lost sheep, not the lost shepherd. It was not the shepherd that was lost. It was the sheep that was lost. Are you listening to me? And it's his high time we stayed in this gospel because the things out there, the, the, the rubbish out, we, we cannot be part of that. Tell me I know better. So I know better. The gospel is not a boast of how we are holding on to God. The gospel is a boast of how he has held on to us. That's the reason I can't let him down because I'm not the one holding on to him. Oh, you're not. You're not understanding me. I can't let God down. I'm not the one holding on to him. Are you listening to me? If I ever, if you ever see me and my son, Salem, with me, and he falls out of my hands, he didn't fall. I let him go. Because he was not the one holding on to me. Are you listening to me? Are you getting what I'm saying? I'm not the one holding on to God, so I can't let him down. He's the one holding on. This is the message of the gospel. You know, the message of the gospel puts the the, the, it puts God in right perspective and puts you in the place to receive what he has done. Once it's religion, it puts you in the place where you have to perform. Religion changes the position. Perform. Gospel is become. Are you hear what I'm saying? Religion is, hey, perform. Gospel is what? Become. By the gospel. Are you listening to me? Glory to God got to move fast and the gospel is about his death his burial and resurrection this message doesn't make bad people good this message makes dead people live god this message doesn't make bad people good this message is designed to make dead people live he didn't come to make bad people good i was bad now i'm good no you were not bad you were dead he gave you life and now you're living. Glory to God. Come on, I said glory to God. And this is the message of the church. It's not a message for evangelism. It's what the church, Acts 20, 32. I commend you to God and the word of his grace that is able to build you up. This is the message of the church. This is something that we need to hear continuously, consistently, where our mind is fine-tuned to the finished work on the cross of Calvary. The message of the gospel of God's grace. Glory to God. I said glory to God. I'm excited. I said glory to God. Glory to God. I think every time we concentrate, and I, this is not even a series. This is all we teach. I'm just laying the anatomy, and then we can build on this and walk with it and drive with this. I, I sense that heaven is excited that somebody is actually showing the Father's heart to us. And not the gross misrepresentation of the, of, of the Father. Now, if you're a member of this church, if somebody says, what is, do you know the painful thing about this gospel thing? Can we talk? An accountant is supposed to know how to count. Oh, account now? Oh, does it make sense? An accountant is that you know how to count. Is in the word. <laughs> but I'm, it's serious, so. Yeah, right? Um, um, a lawyer should know the law at least 
Um, an English professor should know how to speak. I mean, not, not um, proper English. King's English, now no longer Queen's English. Okay. A driver should know how to. I mean, not, like, not that my driver. You know that my driver? No, not that guy. No, not that guy. <laughs> you, if you don't know, I, I interviewed the driver. Hey, what's up? Okay, let's go for the interview. He said, oh, bring the car out first. I said, what do you mean? He said, reverse is not my thing. So when you are driving my mother now, and you people drive to please, my mother will drive out for you. Then you will not enter. Then once I bring it out, he will take it off from there. Ah, that's when I knew that many Amado, few are roaming. But it is as pathetic, very painful, as a believer who says you are born again, but you don't know the gospel. Because the gospel is the product of the believer. Hey. Oh, you don't know what I'm saying. The gospel is the product of the believer. That means you know what you are doing. Are you getting what I'm saying? So when you now say you are a believer and you don't know the God, I, I dare this. Go after church. I don't, I don't even want to say call some pastors. Call any auntie of yours. You know those your dickiness auntie. Ask them, auntie, what is the gospel? Come and see quarry. Tomio, it's, it's just the way we must, what is the gospel? Do you understand what I'm saying? What, what we are saying here is a shame. Let them not know outside. I'm not joking. No. Let them not know outside that a lot of people who go to church don't even know the product that they are selling. Because the product is the gospel. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you hearing me? So you can't be my member. I don't know what the gospel is. There are two, three verses that shows you the gospel and then we can elucidate from there. Are you understanding me? I've asked pastors. So sir, okay, so what is now this gospel? The gospel is the whole counsel of the Lord. Is the, is, the, is, the, is the way I'm like, sir, so, sir, so the verse. I'm not even... You know, like I said, every average Lagos believer has five pastors. Go and ask the remaining four of your pastors. The ones, the prayer pastors, the your family pastor, then the mountain of um, that um, uh, apostle of Ijekoka. Ask him. Sir, may I was thinking, you know, what is the gospel? Let's just take it from there. Fight. First Corinthians chapter 15. Not my members. First Corinthians chapter 15. Now, brethren, I declare unto you what? Is it there? Which I preached unto you, which also you have received, wherein ye... So if you are not hearing the gospel, you are not standing properly. It is the gospel that puts you in right standing with God. The gospel is God's reproductive organ. Jesus. Are you seeing that? Next verse. By which also what? 
So if you are not, if you did not hear the gospel, you were not saved. Hey, oh God. Oh, only if you know how serious what I'm saying is. That means you can be going to church. You are not saved though, but you're just enjoying church. Perhaps you meet one Easter Sunday that he will teach about the gospel or Christmas because a wrong clock is right twice a day. Say a wrong church will preach the gospel twice a year. Christmas. One of my guys said, sir, you are wrong. It's once a year. The last Christmas message they preached in one church, it was five keys to end the new year. Only Christmas Sunday. You remove the celebrants. If you keep in memory what, so the gospel is not what you hear once and, and you move on. You have to keep hearing it and keep it in what? Memory. Unless you have believed what? Next verse. For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received. How that Christ died for us according to the scriptures. Gospel. Jesus died for me. He died as me. When he was buried, I was buried with him. When he resurrected, I resurrected with him. Now I'm seated in Christ in heavenly places, far and above principalities and powers. First, that he died for our sins. Take it back, my scripture. Sins there. No, it's three, 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 three. Huh. Died for our sins according to the scripture. That sins there's present, past, present, future. If you don't know that, you don't know the gospel. Oh, come on. Pastor Flores, does that include my future sin? Were you here 2,024 years ago when Jesus died? How is it that that blood works for you now, but it cannot work for you in future? So he died for the future. His blood was shed once for all time, once for all men, once for all sins. Let's say that again. One, two, three, go. Once for all time, once for all men, once for all sins. So some of you think that every time you make a mistake, God will say, ah, where are you there? Mike, give me like 10 liters now. You know they see this guy don't sin. They supply it. There's some of you, ah, you get 33,000 liters for there. Of dirty December, it's hard here to cleanse it. Do you have the marrow side of the blood? Bring it. This brother, own. I, I can't even look at it again because you think that what you have done is stronger than what he did, so you think so highly of yourself more than the finished work. Hi, this is the message of. This is the, you think that what you have done is more powerful than what he has done. You think that your blood and your mistakes can cancel the finished work on the cross of Calvary. How powerful are thy sins? How great are them? How mighty are they? Next, next verse. And he was what? He was buried evidence day. And that he rose again the third according to the scriptures. So the gospel is about his death. 
his burial and resurrection with evidence. Next verse. And he was seen of Cephas, then of the twelve. Next verse, if you have. Um, and over how many people saw him after the resurrection? Put it in. Give me verse 6. Oh, come. You, okay. No, 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 no. Verse 5. Take it. Give me verse 5. Verse 5. Verse 5. Verse 5. Give me 5. 5. Give me verse 5. Oh, Jesus. That every... <laughs> First Corinthians 15, verse 5. Is that an intern there today? Okay. Amen. The gospel is working on him. Working on him. And he was seen of selfers, and then of the twelve. If you read more scriptures, it will show you he was seen of many more people. That's why there was there was too many evidence. After that, he was seen a hair. It's verse six now. Where did you go to before? And that then he seen above five hundred brethren at once. Evidence day that he died, was buried. So if somebody asks you anytime, what is the gospel? You take them to 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and then you travel with them from verse 1 to 6. Don't you see that you are learning something today? Let's go to Galatians chapter 1 verse 6. Galatians chapter 1 verse 6. I marvel that you are soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. Can you see that? Which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and will pervert the gospel of Christ. That means they will disturb you because they want to pervert the gospel of Christ. Next verse. But though we, or an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. Oh, take it back. Take it back. Give me, no, no. Take, give me from verse, from verse 6 again. From verse 6. I want to show you something here. I marvel that you are soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. So we've... Are, are, are you sure? So the grace of Christ is the gospel. So when you hear people say, this grace message, what they are saying is that, that the gospel. No grace, no gospel. No gospel, period. Let's settle it now. You remove the gospel, you see disgrace. So you have people say, ah, what you go to, Pastor Flores? Ah, ah, you know, this grace message. Ah, you know, you have to be careful. What they are saying is that this gospel, you have to be careful. You can't hate grace and love gospel. You can't say you preach the gospel and it's not grace. Because the grace of God is the gospel. That's the whole message. So when you hear people say, ah, I'm very skeptical about this grace message. What they are saying is that, I don't really like the gospel. What they are saying is that, mm, this death, burial, and resurrection, I don't like it. That's the rejection of Christ too. Antichrist is not a man with too big horns. Antichrist are on the pulpit. Today. Like today, today. The Antichrist. Antichrist is anybody who is not preaching the message of the gospel of Christ. You are anti-Christ. Anti-the message. We have them in the pulpit. Bishop Mike was talking to me. Very powerful thing he said to me when I, I went to see him 2nd of January to, 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 to honor him. And he said to me, the greatest missionary field 
is not outside of the church, it's the church. I said, sir, 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 missionary field, we actually will leave and go. He said, no, 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 no. It's the church that we have to do missions field. I said, I said sir, mission is that we'll leave, we'll go outside, we'll travel, we'll talk to people who don't know about you. He said, no, no, flourish. The mission field of this day is the church. It's the church. When the Bible says in Revelations, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears me, let him open. What, who do you think was knocking at the door? The celebrant Jesus. Who? He was knocking at the door of the church. Now, hey, you're having a party and the celebrants are not there. We have removed Jesus from the church. We brought a lot of things. Even prayer has become an idol in Nigeria. I told you I'm coming 2024. I don't agree for anybody. Prayer too has become an idol because it's a money-making machine in Nigeria. Let's go back to the word of God. Galatians, Galatians. To the grace of Christ unto another gospel. Next verse. Which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and will pervert the gospel of Christ. Even but, it says, though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached, let him be what? Okay, I'm sure he said it by mistake. He was angry. Next verse. As we said before, so say I now. If any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, what again? Let him be our cause. Give me this anathema. Expelled. That in the excommunicate, in a proper setting or a proper church, once we find out that ah, this person is not preaching the gospel, we are supposed to sanction you. Yes, that's Paul. Bible is okay. It's not me. Say hey. We hear what you are preaching. It's not in alignment with the document. Go back to LFC or Bible school. Let them teach you well. This you are required to perspire to recover the container. Come out here. It's motivational speech. Get out. Go and learn. Paul says, I can't believe how you waver, how easily you have turned traitor to him who called you by the grace of Christ, by embracing an alternative message. I sense the warning of the Spirit in my spirit. That's what I can tell you. I sense the warning. I sense an apostolic cry speaking to the church. And I know that they watch me closely. Because that's how they know exactly what I said. And I'm saying this as an apostle of God's grace that this is a warning to the church that a generation is rising that will not chop nonsense. And a particular chapter is closing and another one is closing and it's the revelation of God's grace. Because the problem is, Dikinini, their children are coming to listen to me now. So the children are asking them questions at home that they cannot answer. That's the problem. One said to me, my daughter follows you closely. And so she's talking to me now. I'm not, uh, not very comfortable with the way. I said, sir, I don't even know how. You know, enter your house. But the gospel knows how to move. 
I said, sir, if you ask me, you'll be very excited that this your daughter is learning the gospel because it's the future of your ministry. Ipenam. The grace embracing an alternative message. It is not a minor variation because that's the problem. It's not like, you know, it's, no, it's, it's not, a, no, it's, no, no. He said it is completely other. An alien message. A no message. A lie about God. Those who are provoking this agitation among you are turning the message of Christ on his head. Next verse. Let me be blunt. So when it comes to the message of God's grace, we are not diplomatic. We are blunt. When it comes to the integrity of the gospel, we are not diplomatic. We are blunt. We cannot sacrifice the integrity of the gospel on the altar of peace. You, you didn't hear. We cannot sacrifice the integrity of the gospel on the altar of peace. Let me be blunt. If an angel from heaven were to preach something other than what we have preached originally, that means the gospel is the original message. <sighs> I said it once and I'll say it again. Let him be cursed. I said it once and I'll say it again. This is the part that I love. If anyone, regardless of reputation and credentials, that's what your mothers respond to. What is that boy saying? I've been here for 40 years. Did you know that? Bishop has been praying for 40 years for us. We're an old man of God. This boy is a small boy. He doesn't know the world. This world is deep. Oh. Be careful of oh, the world. Eh? He that is born of God overcomes this world. This is the victory that overcomes the world. Even our faith in the gospel. Something other than what we've received originally, let him what? He accursed. Is it clear? Very clear. Oh God, I don't have time. Let's see. The biggest problem with the Corinthians church, we, those of you who follow my Bible study every morning, we've been studying the book of Corinthians. And that's a good way to grow. A chapter every day. Every morning you learn a chapter. That's powerful. Corinthians church was the most problematic church of Apostle Paul. And I was wondering, they had the gift of the Spirit on another level. No book teaches gift of the Spirit. It's Corinthians church now that he talked about the gift of Because it was flowing there. Thus says the Lord. Easy. Your neighbor will call you. God said, I should tell you. Accurate. So gifts are not signs of spiritual maturity. Gifts of the spirit are not medals to be worn, they are tools to be used. It's not something you wear, you know. See me now, I have like four gifts now. No, they are tools to be used, they are not medals to be worn. Are you listening to me? So I started interrogating is it that this area of is it calling that is the problem, or the problem is in chapter one? The problem with the Corinthians church, Congo. Is in chapter 1 of 1 Corinthians. Put it up there. 1 Corinthians. I'll show you there. 1 Corinthians 1, verse 11 to 13. It says, For he that had been, for it had been declared unto me to, of you by, by brethren, by them which are of the house of Chloe, that there are contentions among, this is the problem of the Corinthians church. Next verse. Now, this I say, that every one of you said, I am of Paul. Another say I am of Apollos. Another say I am of Cephas. The only problem, they had too many preachers. 
That's the problem with the Corinthians church. So even the members in church who keep having stunted growth spiritually, I check them. They listen to the DJs a lot. They go here and come here. That is the problem with the Corinthians church. Chapter 3. If you may not be sure. 3 to 4. For ye are yet carnal. For whereas there are amongst you envy and strife and division, are you not carnal and walk as men? Next verse. For why some said, I am of Paul. Another says, I'm of Paul says, Are you not carnal? Did Paul die for you? Did Apollos die for you? Our loyalty is to Christ and the message of the gospel, not to any other person. Philippians chapter 1. Because on that statement, it says, People, so long as Christ is being preached. No, that's not what Paul was saying. Paul was saying, I'm in prison. And because I'm in prison, people have taken advantage of me being in prison to start teaching my message to become relevant in the city because I'm not in the city. So Paul is saying, no problem. So long as they are preaching that Christ that I'm preaching, no, no problem. He wasn't talking to people who are not preaching Christ. Hi. Philippians 1, 15 to 17. Just give me message translation. Let's travel quickly. Philippians 1, 15 to 17. Message. Glory to God. Tell anybody I'm, 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 I'm planted in the gospel of God's grace. He says, it's true that some here preach Christ because with me out of the way, can you see? They think they will step right into the spotlight. So Paul was incarcerated. So some other guys in the city say, ah, Paul is not around though. Who can teach this thing that he used to teach? This he died for me. Let's see quickly. Let's. So they entered spotlight. But the others do it with the best heart in the world. One group is motivated by pure love, knowing that I am here defending the message, wanting to help. The others now, I'm out of the picture, are mainly greedy, hoping to get something out of it for themselves. Their motives are bad. They see me as a competition. And so, the worse it goes. For me, the better they think for themselves. Paul is saying, no problem. All the best. Sir, you are preaching the gospel of God's grace. It's fine. You are preaching it. That's all. So the message is the gospel. Let's, let's delve into some more very important things. Are you, are you, are you getting blessed today? First, Romans chapter 1 verse 16 to 17. God, I need time. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto what? So the gospel does not have power. The gospel is the power. Have you ever people say, Look, where's the power of God? It's the gospel. Look. You know the problem, what we call power, that's where the problem is. Yes. Spectacular is what we see as power. Dying on the cross was God's strongest show of power. When the Bible says the weakness of God is stronger than the strongest of men, that means God just being weak on the cross, that was the highest display of power. For the power of God is unto salvation. It's not unto personal agenda. It's unto salvation. So the power of God is released for salvation matter. Hey! Go listen to Engage and Escape. You understand it better. That the reason he broke the prison to get Paul out was not just to show himself, was to save the jailer. 
Because the power is unto salvation. Because Paul was in prison too many times. He didn't break the prison anymore. Why? He got him there to write the scriptures. And that was the power of God. Are you, are you there? That was the power of God unto salvation. So God kept him in prison and said, take your time, write. In writing the scripture, that was the power of God being revealed. Your idea of power is jumping out. It's escaping. The idea of God's power is engaging. Is this too heavy for general? It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Verse 17 is where I'm going to. It says, for this gospel, therein is the righteousness of God revealed. The gospel does not reveal the fault of men. It reveals the righteousness of God. Therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Give me verse 17 in two translations. Romans. <laughs> Father, thank you for the media guy. Release healing upon him right now. Romans 1, 17. The gospel unveils a continual revelation of God's righteousness. Not a periodic revelation. A continual revelation of God's righteousness. A perfect righteousness given to us. And we believe. And it moves us from receiving life through faith to the power of living by faith. This is what the scripture means when it says we are right with God through life-giving faith. Give me the next translation. This good news tells us how God makes us right. No, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't see that. You didn't see that. The good news tells us how God makes us right in his sight. The good news doesn't tell us of how, what we need to do to be right. Oh, you are not hearing me now. God does the work. Oh. He says this good news tells us of, of how God makes us right in his sight. And his sight is the most important sight. Beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. Righteousness is in the eyes of the one who is righteous. I cannot tell my righteous members and my non-righteous member because I'm not the standard of righteousness. The one who is righteous says you are righteous. And that's on period. Tell anybody I'm the righteousness of God. Say it loud. Say I'm the righteousness of God. No, no, no. You that's to say I'm the righteousness of God. Say it loud. Say I'm the righteousness of God. He says this good news tells us how God makes us right in his sight. This accomplished. This is hey, this is accomplished from start to finish by faith. There's no part of the race where we, where we suspend grace. From start to finish is a faith work. As the scripture says, it is through faith that a righteous person has life. Glory to God. Let's go to the anatomy. If I can drop two today. Oh God. One is the great irreversible exchange. Write it down. The great irreversible exchange. We'll start. Let me do that. If I can do two in 25 minutes, that'll be good. God help me. <laughs> the great irreversible exchange. Great, not exchange. Irre What's the dollar now to, to, to Naira? 1,200. 1, Safe place. 1,200. Sorry? Leave that 61st. Let's just do it. 
Who has Naira here of any kind? You have Naira with you? The great irreversible daddy. I love it. I love it. Who has maybe? Yeah. So this is good. This is good. So she gives me 400 Naira. For her to buy a dollar from me, she needs. So I can hear you. A thousand two hundred at least. But she comes to me. Come to me. She comes to me and says, I need a dollar for. And it's going for a thousand two hundred. But he she brings four hundred to me. What I then do about this 400 is that I remove it out of the picture and then I give her $3 for instance. So what I've given her is far more than what she had. In this exchange is not regular exchange. It's great. This is just a, an illustration. Great irreversible. Now the problem is Having received her 400 naira, and I trash this away, then she has some dollars. Let me put, let me just make it five for the purpose of grace. Five dollars. Yeah? She will be called stupid and mad if she goes around saying, I have 400 naira. I have 400 naira. Uh, it means that she doesn't know. That is how you sound when you say, I'm still a sinner. You know, I'm a sinner. Because you don't know. The fact that it was free doesn't mean it was cheap. How believers men behave every time when they feel like, and you know, we are all sinners. We sinners. Please take me out of that WhatsApp group. Speak for yourself now. We are all sinners. You know, we are all sinners. No, no, no. We've been saved by the grace of God. So that's how you, and some, some of you think it's humility. You no, know, we are, no, it's ignorance. So, and a little bit of mental. Um, a sprinkle of mental instability. That you she just go around, you know, I have to no, you no longer have it. You had you were a sinner, you've been saved by grace. You were drowning, but the lifeguard brought you out. You may still have water in your belly that you have to pee out. Transformation by the renewing of your mind, but you are no longer in the pool. Glory to God. The gospel pulled you out. Because the gospel pulled you out. Haven't been pulled out by the gospel. And you keep saying, you know, I mean, let's do scriptures. I need to rush. This is one, one anatomy. Is what? The great irreversible. I had to add that one. The great irreversible exchange. Ah, maybe I'll continue on Wednesday with this. 
Ooh, I love it, I love it, I love it. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 21, KJV, TPT message. For he made him to be seen for us who knew no sin that we might, in my opinion, this is one of the most powerful verses in the New Testament. This and, in, and if any man be in Christ, these two scriptures are the most powerful scriptures in the epistles. In my opinion. This and if any man be in Christ. Theologians say Paul was shouting when he was shouting, if any man, when, he, when they wrote, if any man be in Christ, the original manuscript, he was screaming. If any man, not if any man be in Christ. If any man, that means anybody can come, you're a new creature. You're not a renovation. You're not an upgraded version. You're not a refurbishment. You have never existed before. So you tell God about your past. He doesn't know what you're talking about. For I'll be merciful to the unrighteousness and their sins and iniquities. I will remember. You see, I'll be teaching with scriptures. I've given this guy over 50 scriptures. I have to summarize them quickly. Somebody will just come one K-leg scripture from Habakkuk. I say, what does this one mean? You, and you now expose your illiteracy. Habakkuk, because he's the one Habakkuk for you. Please, please, please. Give me the next translation. For God made the only one who did not know sin. The only one. To become sin for us. So that we, who did not... <laughs> I love this. The only one who did not know sin became sin. So that you and I, who did not know righteousness... So that I don't have to know righteousness to become righteousness. I just have to receive it and believe it and I become righteous. He didn't do sin to become sin. I don't have to do righteousness to become righteous. Did you hear me? He didn't do sin to become sin. I don't have to do righteousness to become righteous. I am irrevocably righteous. Glory. Give me the next translation. Christ put the wrong on him who never did anything wrong. So we could be right with God. I need to. Oof, I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. Uh, but you get that? I gotta go. I don't have time. So this was the guy who did not do anything wrong. But became sin for us. I like the TLB of this verse. TLB, give me TLB. You know the Bible says concerning Jesus, he knew no sin, in him was no sin, he did no sin. Are you understanding what I'm saying? He knew no sin. Peter is the do guy. He did no sin. John is the revelation, in him was no sin. Give me three of them. Give me three of them at once. Quickly, quickly, quickly. So that's it. Who knew no sin? That's Paul. John, in him is no sin. Peter, who did no sin? So these three cardinal apostles testified of the sinless state of Jesus, but yet became sin. Not sinner, sin. Iniquity is different from iniquitous. He became fornication, not fornicator. You see what I'm saying? He became sin, not sinner. That means he didn't do it to be it. 
so I don't have to do it to be it. Hey, God. You should be shouting right now. That's good news. He didn't do it to be it, so I don't have to do it to be it. I have to be it first to do it. Glory to God. So the first anatomy of the gospel is the great, you must put that irreversible. Because there's a teaching that, haven't done this, if you now do something wrong, it will now reverse. What are you people talking about? Your nature will now change. Glory to God. Irreversible. Tell your neighbor, give me TLB. Oh, I love this, I love this, I love this. I love this, I love this, I love this. Pastor, um, Minister Philatai, you gotta come. He says, For God took the sinless, please stand, look, it, look, first the crap. He took the sinless Christ and poured into him. Hold this one, hold this one. This is the goodness of Christ. Where's this guy? This is the goodness of Christ, yeah? He took the sinless Christ and poured into him all our sins. And then in exchange, he poured all the goodness of God. My God. This is what happened. So, when God sees him, he sees your sin. So, we don't confess our sin. We confess Jesus. Because he has become... <laughs> I'm preaching. He has become our sin. When God sees him, he doesn't see. He sins. He keeps seeing the righteousness. Oh God, I'm preaching. God, I'm preaching. Tell your neighbor, I'm so righteous. In the scale of righteousness, Jesus does not weigh more than me. He gave me his righteousness. Glory to God. Sorry, sir. Sorry. You didn't suffer for it. Thank you. Thank you for being my Jesus. The next, I need to go. The next block is substitution. Somebody says substitution. So first one is what? Say it again. The great. That is the anatomy of God's grace. I'll, I'll deal with this on Wednesday the more. So I want you to come on Wednesday. I couldn't go through all the scriptures. But I'll go through more scriptures on Wednesday. So I want you to be here on Wednesday. Please. Don't mess up with January. Start your year right. Start your year right. The next one is substitution. Now, substitution sounds like exchange, but it's not exchange. Substitution, those of you who watch football, somebody has to leave the field for another to come. That's substitute. Jesus became your substitute. Let me show you scriptures. Matthew 27, 16 to 17. Let's do this. Matthew 27, 16 to 17. And... There was a time in Israel they called two men. I don't, God, compress time for me. <laughs> two men. One was Jesus, and another guy was called Barabbas. 
um, Philatar, you have to be my Barnabas now. Stand here. Now, I'm Jesus. I'm always the good guy in every illustration. This is Barabbas. Barabbas was in charge of Ensas. You know people who messed up Ensas that destroyed Sekomon? Barabbas. That term that they said there was ripple, there's no ripple. Barabbas. And somebody stabbed somebody to death that time in that fight by Babich. Barabbas. That person that burned car on the road. Barabbas. He has done Yahoo before. He no not pay him. Barabbas. No, it cannot be me. It's Barabbas. And they had... And... No, take, 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 take it back. And then they had then a notable prisoner called what? Barabbas. He, 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 he and he, you don't have to say, is he... No, no, no. Notable. No, no. He had a reputation. We say Barabbas don't come. Say ah, lock door, lock door, lock door. Ah, no, there must be problem. Next verse. Therefore, they were gathered together. Pilate said unto them, Whom will ye that I release unto you, Barabbas or Jesus, which is called Christ? Now there's a tradition amongst Jews that there's a day that you have to release one prisoner. So they brought Jesus with Barabbas. For the people to choose. That's a no-brainer. We know this guy. 21. Therefore, the governor answered and said unto them, Whether of the twain will ye that I release unto you? They said Barabbas. Release him. Kill Jesus. No, be you be that. So, even, I don't have time. The story is that, the governor even said, I've checked this Jesus' record. He didn't do anything bad. So my old player, my old slap and beat for my body, calm down. And deal with this Barabbas. We know his reputation. He said, no, 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 no. So the guy brought water. He said, bring water for me. They brought water. He washed his hands off it and said, hey, I found no fault in this guy. They said, let his blood be on us and our children. Let his... Wait, wait now. If they had known, if they had known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Let his blood be on us, on our children. God said thank you. When they said it, God said thank you. You have confessed with your mouth. I love these people. They've agreed with me. Kabaye! Jesus, Jesus. If I did, sit, 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 sit. Aye, 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 Mission accomplished. They signed the document. Let his blood be on us and our children. God say, Oshé, Oshé, Oshé. That's it. That's exactly what I want. It's very good. 26. 26. Give me verse 26. Then they released Barabbas unto them. And when he had scourged Jesus, he delivered him to be crucified. Watch this. I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. Barabbas means son of Abba. Barabbas. Simon Bar-Jonah. Son of Jonah. Blind Bartimaeus. 
son of Timaeus. By Abbas means son of Abba. Likely a spoiled child loved by the father. So there was son of Abba and the son of Abba. This cannot be coincidence. Standing for them to choose which one should be free. Give me TPT. TPT will shock you. Just watch this. And as the crowd, the people assembled outside, Pilate resident, and went out and offered them the choice. He asked them, who would you want me to release to you? Jesus, who is called Barabbas? Or Jesus, who is called the anointed one? Both of them had a one name, Jesus, Jesus. This cannot be a mistake. This is God saying, I'm going to send my son. His name is Jesus. He's the beloved of this father. To bring you, who is the spoiled child. And he's going to take your place. He's going to take your judgment. So that he will become your substitute. I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost. When he becomes your substitute, he will take your punishment. And then you can walk free free to every place you destroyed before and nobody can put any accusation on you because there is therefore now no condemnation I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost to them who are in Christ Jesus because he died for me he died as me when he was buried when he resurrected now I'm seated in heavenly places somebody shout glory look for four people tell them i'm free i'm free i'm free i'm free i didn't have to die for what i did jesus died for me i didn't have to die for what i did jesus died again. stand on your feet i have two more services is his name Jesus how is he called Barabbas and somebody will just open your mouth and say is it not men that wrote the scripture are you seeing the details if it's men who wrote this they would have removed these details these men just wrote it I'm like do you understand what you are saying that the person that they chose that day so he became a notorious criminal God said I will use this guy his name is Jesus Barabbas. Sir, I got you. I'm bringing my son. His name is the beloved of Abba. But this is my beloved son. Somebody took your place. You don't have to die. And my text is, stay with me. His name is Abraham. He's about to kill his son. And as he's about to kill his son, the substitute showed up. God said to me, Digit, don't touch him. There's a lamb caught in the ticket. Who is the lamb in the ticket? Jesus on the cross. Do you have the picture of the lamb in the ticket? I told you to get it quickly. That's the lamb in the ticket. Abraham is about to kill his son. He sees a lamb stuck in the wood. Jesus 
stuck on the cross. And this is Mount Moriah. Behind Mount Moriah is Mount Calvary where Jesus died. And you tell me this is coincidence. And Abraham called shh, the name of the place Jehovah Jireh. So Jehovah Jireh is not the one who gives you money. Oh. <laughs> he can't handle it. It's your substitute. So where did we get that whole Jehovah Jireh that meets my need? He called the name of the place Jehovah Jireh. The one who sees to read. He's not even God. He called the name of the place an event center. Jehovah Jireh. As it is said to this day in the mount of the Lord, it shall be. Give me 14 in message. 14 in message. 14 in message. Abraham named the name of the place God Yare. God sees to read. That means God is responsible for substitute. So I think foreigners got it when they say, Jaira, you are enough. I will be content because you are enough. Substitute. But Nigerians who sing Jehovah Jaira, the one who meets my need, the one who brings money, provider. What did he provide? It was not a transaction. It was substitution. It is the materialistic gospel that sees every side of God. As transaction because in the old shepherd the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want the New Testament shepherd I'm the good shepherd the good shepherd lays down his life so I'm not just here to meet your needs I'm here to give you my life so on that mountain what Abraham saw was the substitute I hope with these few words of mine I've been able to convince you and not confuse you that you have the great exchange then you have the substitute I will elucidate on this one Wednesday the next week we'll talk about the propitiation and the identification when you are done from next week God punished the devil when you hear rubbish you tell yourself no come on come on oh God, oh God, stop 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 I'm unavailable for that are you blessed this morning you know what that means? Wait, wait, wait. Let me ask you a question. Do you know how Barabbas, you know how they looked at Barabbas the next morning? David, he just started walking in the street. Exactly the shop that he burned. The shop that he burned. Dr. DDK, he walked past the shop. Nobody could stop him. Nobody could lay accusation or harass him. Why? Jesus died. He didn't have to go for deliverance. He didn't have to do restitution. He didn't have to do confession or penance. Somebody took the full weight of judgment. A sinless man died for a notorious criminal. That is the message of the gospel. Every head bowed, every eye closed. If you're here in this room 
and you have not accepted this Jesus run out I want to pray for you I don't have time if you want to say yes I'm, I'm coming to Jesus this morning you are in this room the Spirit of God told me you I want to pray for everyone who wants to be saved this morning it may be just one person run out I want to lay hands on you I want to pray with you this morning you want to be born again where are you come out please I have less than two minutes to the end it may just be one person but what you heard this morning is the gospel thank you young lady I'm waiting for you church don't yes thank you Neil 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 she can kneel I'm waiting for you it may be two people but that's why we preach this morning you want to be saved come 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 on thank you Jesus oh God there is a party going on in heaven right now and you are standing like this if you're here you want to be saved where are you I want to pray with you this morning